Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Small Church Realities Podcast where we provide insight and encouragement to pastors and volunteers who are serving in small churches uh, with the hope that the information, uh, the encouragement uh, that is provided on this platform as well as the insight that we churn out from time to time uh, will be able to help you to serve with passion and with purpose. I am your host, Joseph Obisheson is my name, and I have the awesome and wonderful privilege of pastoring a church, a small church uh, in Australia, Western Australia to be very specific, called Eel City Church. Um, so if you are like me, you're pastoring a small church, uh, a church of between two number and uh, 200, uh, yeah, it's it's nice to be getting across to you again this very uh, special day. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made, and that's what makes it <laughs> that's what makes it special. So, if you're pastoring a church of thirty, of one thirty, of thirteen, of uh, whatever size, uh, less than two hundred, we consider it uh, a small church, and um, you have that awesome privilege of leading. Uh, that group of that church uh, whether at home or you meet in the cafe or wherever you meet uh, at such a time like this and I want you to know that God is not disappointed um, that you have not actually grown your church to be a mega church quote-unquote uh, you will have noticed over the uh, over time that on this platform we don't uh, necessarily come to attack you know the bigger churches but uh, statistics have shown that a lot more of us are likely going to pastor a small church, and that's not that's not a kind of a punishment of some sort. Uh, for some people, it's not going to be like you're going to be graduating from pastoring this group uh, to a larger and a bigger group, <laughs> you know. So some of us thought, uh, you know, uh, in early days that no, you're just serving some kind of a punishment here or trying to get some training and then in the years to come boom something is going to happen and then you're going to have the platform to uh pass to um you know a church of thousands i mean if that happens praise god but um you know uh history has shown that for a lot more of us uh that's not going to uh, be the case and we should be okay with that we should be cool with that uh, we should consider it a privilege to pass all those um, little flock, quote-unquote, that the Lord has given to us, little in the sense of number now, you know. So so welcome to uh, to this platform. And like I said, God is not uh, in any way um, unimpressed or embarrassed uh, that you are a pastor of a small church. Uh, God is indeed uh, excited that you have continued to stay faithful to the flock that He has given to you, and um, and um, and today, uh, let's just cut straight into it. I, I would like to give a, a a kind of a piece of advice, if you like, you know, an exhortation of some sort, you know, and uh, I would like to title it: uh, "Bear your load, let them bear theirs." Okay, bear your load, let them bear theirs. Uh, 
you know, to, to set the stage, maybe the way to uh, to set the stage is to share, you know, uh, a, a story. It's a very short one. You know, the other time I was uh, listening to a, a certain uh, man of God, a pastor I, I so much love and respect. And um, he was talking, you know, in passing, actually, I guess, about um, the first wedding that he uh, officiated, you know, uh, as a marriage celebrant, you know. Uh, uh, and he was talking about it, and uh, he made mention of the fact that um, the marriage uh, did not last for more than a year or two. I can't remember exactly you know, but it, it was, it, it didn't continue, it didn't last for so long. Uh, and so he, he was so devastated by, by that, by the fact that, you know, that marriage packed up, um, you know, within a short period of time. And um, he went to the extent, and this is where I want you to pay attention, uh, pastors, uh, he went to the extent of actually kind of blaming himself for a long time uh, for this. You know, for the breakup uh, of or the dissolution of the marriage. Now, while it is important to reflect on the outcomes of or the outcome of things that we're involved in as pastors, you know, uh, and volunteers by extension who are serving in small churches, I think I think uh, oftentimes we pastors we take too much responsibility <laughs> over the top responsibility for the things that we have no control over at all uh, and that's um uh, taking such responsibility is like adding an extra load upon ourselves and uh, more often than not it doesn't help it in fact crushes us rather than you know build us up it's it doesn't um it doesn't add more to us. It takes away from us. You've probably have, I mean, you must have read, you know, and heard about the level of stress amongst ministers, pastors, especially pastors of smaller churches, smaller congregations. Um, and, and you will have heard that, you know, a lot more people actually burn out as a result of stress. Uh, some of this stress uh, come, you know, with the job, with the responsibility of the job, but I would like to submit to you that uh, I think uh, quite a, a huge sum, uh, quite a significant amount of this stress also comes from uh, pastors taking uh, loads uh, or responsibilities that are not necessarily supposed to be borne by them. And that's why, like I said, I have titled it, Bear Your Load, Let Them Bear Theirs. You know, uh, because there are certain loads that you have not been called to bear. There are certain loads as a leader or as a pastor that you have not been asked to take. Uh, so, and it is going to be sheer, I think it's actually sheer pride for us to think that we uh, should take responsibility for some of these things, uh, especially those things that we don't have direct control over. You know, as a young Christian leader, um, you know, I was told many things, uh, some of them true, some of them not really true. <laughs> For instance, that, you know, I was told that as a leader that nothing happens in the life of the people I was leading, you know, without passing through me. Uh, in other words, I was like their shield. Uh, and you may actually have um, uh, their buckler. <laughs> you know, maybe that's taking it too far, you know. Uh, just just trying to 
See, I, I cannot be the shield and the buckler of the people just because I'm leading them, you know. Um, I remember I was told that nothing happens to them uh, until it has passed through me. Uh, so whatever um, a thing, especially in the negative, that will happen to the people I was leading, I was to take responsibility for it. I was to have, you know, done something to have averted it in the first place, maybe pray, maybe fast, maybe do something about it. And we, I, I get it to the point of the fact that, you know, as leaders, you've got responsibilities on your shoulders and that you are indeed setting an example for the people that God has given to you to lead. I get it to that extent. But to the extent of actually being the one that takes responsibilities for the action and the inaction of people because they are members of my congregation, I think that's that's taking it too far, and and that adds a lot to our stress levels, you know, as pastor. You know, I, I remember I once pastored a family. You know, the the gentleman was quite. Uh, I believe I think he, he was violating all the laws of what you would consider necessary for a good marriage relationship. Uh, he was violating them, um, and and for a long time it, it, it did not seem like. You know, he was getting any, um, you know, uh, repercussion uh, of of this uh, violation of all these principles that he supposed to be he, so, he was supposed to be observing in order to make the marriage work. Uh, but but at the end of the day, um, I, I, the consequences came, and and the consequences when they came, uh, they came like with a venom of some sort, you know. Um, but thank God at this time I had matured enough to know, hey, it is not me taking responsibility for the action or the inaction of an adult who has decided to do things that are completely diametrically opposite to what the Bible, uh, what the scripture teaches, you know, with reference to how we're supposed to handle marriage relationship. So I, I did not lose sleep. I did not get stressed out. Uh, when unfortunately the marriage, the relationship uh, had to hit the rock and there was a lot of trouble, you know, between the, the, the couple and that extended, you know, to, to, to a lot of other things and broke up the family and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, look, I, definitely as pastors, we're not going to be happy when anything like that do happen to uh, the people that we're leading. Um, I get that. I get that. Uh, but, but I think we also have the responsibility to protect our heart, to not take it too personal to the point that we begin to see ourselves as being responsible for whatever thing might have happened, especially in the negative. You know, I, I love a particular scripture, uh, Galatians, Galatians chapter number 6 um, and, and verse 4. As this to say, verse 4 and 5. Let me start from verse 4. It says, but let each one examine his own work and let he, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one, uh, I need you to pay attention to that. I, I know pastors, you might have probably even preached from this scripture before, but pay attention to this because this is, this is actually very, uh, you know, uh, liberating. It's, you know, um, it says, for each one shall bear his own load. Each one shall bear his own load. There is a proper load that each one has to bear. You know, in the previous verses, obviously, it talks in verse 2, for instance, bear one another's burdens, 
and so fulfill the law of Christ. Uh, I'm not discounting the fact, discounting, discountenancing the fact that there are um, responsibilities to help out, to support, you know, to guide, to influence as pastors. But I'm saying, hey, the point, the point I'm focusing on today is the fact that there is a load that each uh, person is supposed to bear. And pastors, you're not supposed to bear all the load for all kinds of people within your congregation. Uh, in other words, you cannot continue to take responsibility for the action and inaction of people. Life happens. Sometimes it's not even because they have made a bad decision. I want you to see beyond that, you know. Uh, life happens to people and um, uh, things happen that they have not prepared for. And so it's going to be out of place for you to beat yourself um, down because um, something has happened to a person or a family that happened to be in, in, within your congregation and, um, and you think it's your responsibility. It's because, oh, it's because I, I, I didn't pray enough. Oh, it's because I didn't fast enough. Oh, it's because uh, I didn't cancel enough. No, no, no way. You're, you're taking too much in yourself. You know, and you need to protect your heart. You need to guard your heart. The Bible says, guard your heart with all vigilance. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. So, so this is one of the way to protect yourself so you're not, you're not, uh, you don't burn out. Uh, because certain things have not happened in certain ways for certain people. Let them bear their load. Yes, you're there as their pastor. You support them. You pray for them. But you're not responsible for everything that takes place in their life of people you're not responsible for every negative happenings in in individuals life or in families life simply because they're members of your church you know these are kind of self-imposed load that we take upon ourselves and then we ask ourselves and we wonder why we're not making progress or why we're tired why we burn out so fast because we are taking a lot more load than we are actually supposed to be bearing we're taking too much upon ourselves and like i said i think it's actually a product of pride thinking of yourself as the superman that that is supposed to be responsible you know uh, for everything that takes place in the life of everyone simply because you have been called into ministry you know <laughs> I think culture plays a lot of role in this, you know, uh, in certain culture, for instance, in, in the African culture, I, I grew up in Africa, I'm from uh, West Africa, I, I grew up, um, you know, I, I'm originally from Nigeria before um, I, I moved uh, out of the country, um, so so um, I, I remember that you know, um, uh, well, I, I didn't, I wasn't raised by pastors. My parents, uh, were not pastors. They, they were just, um, high ranking church members. Um, and that, of course, that gives you an opportunity to move closer to pastors. As a young man in my uh, teenage years, uh, I, I had a pastor and I was close to my pastor. So I, I saw some of these things. Um, there is a cultural aspect of, for instance, the West African community whereby the pastor is considered as the father, the spiritual father of the church. And, and, and don't, don't get me wrong. There is a, there is a, there is a truth to that, you know. Uh, but, but I'm driving somewhere. Just, just stay with me. So the pastor is considered as the spiritual leader of the, of the, uh, is that considered as the father of everyone in the church. So, uh, and as the father of the group, 
you know, the father of the group take responsibility. He solves all the problems. So everyone brings all kinds of things uh, to the pastor for the pastor to make decision uh, to decide upon. And, and so there is this everybody on the shoulder of the pastors uh, to make decision about everything. And, and I'm talking everything. You know, uh, my son wants to go to the college. Then you have to come to the pastor and, and talk to the pastor to pray to decide which which of the colleges <laughs> my son has to go to, you know, or my, maybe my father, my, my daughter wants to get married. And, and, and so uh, it's got, you know, these two, three, four, five suitors who have been coming around. Oh, I must run to the pastor so that the pastor uh, can pray and, and receive a direction, uh, you know, uh, from the Lord for me so that I can tell my daughter, you know, um, oh, I want to change. Um, this is exaggeration, actually. <laughs> I want to change the color of, you know, uh, the paint of my house. And uh, the pastor has to, to to pray about it. I ask to go and talk to the pastor so that he tells me which color to, to to change to. Like like I said, that's 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 taking it over for that's that's an exaggeration. But you get what I mean, you know. So the the pastor is saddled with responsibility to take decisions about virtually everything that takes place in the life of people, and, and for whatever reason, unfortunately, we have kind of brought this kind of culture into the calling, you know, brought the culture into the calling and so we expect the pastor to take responsibility of everything that takes place in her lives you know um i think there is a cultural aspect of it and so when uh years later as a as a grown man i had the opportunity of being called into the ministry i had to decide right from the very outset that i'm not going to embed the culture in which i grew up as rich as the culture is, a uh, fantastic culture, but obviously this aspect that kind of puts the responsibility on the pastor uh, of everything that happens upon the member, I think is actually taking it overboard. I, I don't see, um, you know, uh, the, the modicum of the entire truth in it. Uh, so I had to uh, make a decision uh, about that. Yes, as pastors, we can assist, you know, to help people to gain clarity where required, uh, but taking full responsibility of whatever happens in their life, I'm, I'm taking it to the point that we are the one that are fully responsible. So whatever happens, oh, it's because we have failed uh, in, in our responsibility. I think it, it's taking it uh, too far. Um, I, I I think it is time for pastors to begin to detach themselves from extra load that they are carrying, which is not necessarily the proper load that they ought to carry. Because there is a proper load for every person, and no matter how much you love and care for people, you should allow them to carry their own load and not put it on yourself. Otherwise, you're going to be taking or at, at, attempting to, to be taking the place of the Lord Jesus Christ and you are too small for that, you know. It's only Jesus that can carry all this load uh, for that some of us are attempting to carry, you know. Uh, Jesus in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 says, Come to me, come to me. Not, not come to Joseph, not come to Pastor Susu and so Come to me, how you labor and a heavy lady. You've got a load on you that seems to be crushing you. Come to me, bring it to me. You know, the context may be slightly different, 
but the the core of it is exactly the same uh, responsibilities are on the shoulders of pastors uh, but there are clear responsibilities on the shoulders of members of churches and on a disciple of the lord jesus christ whoever that is young or old uh, that they need to carry and and you cannot afford to be carrying their load together with yours that's why i said bear your load let them bear theirs bear your load and let them bear theirs. I, I believe if we begin to delineate between the proper load that we are supposed to carry as pastors and the load of that is actually supposed to be carried by individual members of our church family, I believe we're going to be uh, releasing a lot of stress that we come under by taking responsibility for everything everything that takes place in the life of people yes we can support yes we can advise yes we can comfort we can encourage uh, but there comes a point where we must not allow the load uh, of other people to fall upon our shoulders uh, because that's not going to help us and it's not going to help them either you know it's going to be a loose loose situation and uh, i'm just praying that the lord gives us insight and clarity to be able to know exactly when to provide that support and to be able to lend a, a helping hand to a brother and or a sister who is going through one thing or the other um, or to even help them to avert going through certain things that they ought not to have gone through in the first instance uh, uh, or uh, to th that the Lord will give us that insight to know when to come in and play that role and when it is actually absolutely not within our purview to step in into the matter and allow Jesus to do his things, you know, so, uh, allow Jesus to do the, uh, his thing is the Lord and is the Savior and there is only one Lord and Savior. There is only one uh, super, super uh, load bearer. That's Jesus and not you and not me. Okay, pastors and uh, volunteers in churches, that's me done today. Again, bear your load. Let them bear this. The more we do this, the more we see a lot more healthier churches, a lot more healthier pastors, a lot more pastors who are able uh, to uh, stay in ministry and not burn out, you know, anytime soon. So that we begin to create an, uh, an atmosphere uh, to keep our pastors to last long in ministry and to encourage other people uh, young men and women to be recruited into the ministry of pastoring uh, um, uh, LV churches more and more as, as you see the day approaching. Okay, that's me done. <laughs> yeah, um, I would like you to help us to, you know, get this the word from this platform out to other people. And the way to do that, uh, number one is by subscribing to um, this podcast you know small church realities podcast if you subscribe today that would be fantastic that way you get to know when we drop new content and you get to also uh, be able to be aware uh, as soon as we are able to drop new content you get to know and uh, the second way to support us on this platform is to learn more about what we do uh, and uh, you can go to our website www.smallchurchrealities.com smallchurchrealities.com and you'll be able to get more further information about what this platform uh, is all about this podcast is all about another way to help us is to share the link you know uh, with a pastor friend or with a volunteer in another church or, or, or any other person that you 
want them to hear about this. Perhaps there are people in your sphere of influence that you believe that this message will be very perfect for. Uh, I will encourage you to please share the link uh, with them. One other way to help us is to encourage us. You can actually get in touch with me directly, uh, maybe via my email, um, Joe, J O E, Joe, J O E at eelcitychurch.com.au. J O E at Eel City Church. Eel City, like church on the city, uh, sorry, uh, church on the hill, city on the hill, rather. Joe at eelcitychurch.com.au. Until next time, when I come your way again, remember there is only one Savior, that's the Lord Jesus Christ, and not you. Have a fantastic day. God bless you. Bye bye.